Last time on Exile, the team's resident big man on campus, Wendigo, ended up going in for therapy, and it went as it went about as well as you wouldn't think that it would. Let's find out what happens this week on Exile. Introduce your character. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm playing uh, Jean Grey, the teenage time-traveling version from the 60s. Yeah, and uh, she has definitely gone through a lot on this trip as being an Exide member so far. Yeah, it's been pretty exciting. It's a lot of directions I did not see coming, but that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. So, it's been about three days since Enchantress gave her big speech about how she was taking over the Exiled organization. And a day ago you got a very nicely handwritten note inviting you to a therapy session. Uh, And so it's coming up on time for the appointment. What is Jean doing? Hmm. Uh, Jean's kind of nervously uh, texting uh, Sam Summers. She's not, I'm not used to this whole uh, therapy thing being from the 60s. We just, you know, repressed all our emotions, which is great if you're a psychic. And Mm -hmm. so she's kind of, I'm kind of looking for uh, reassurances, but there's little bit of a delay because we are texting across multiple dimensions so i'm just like looking at the little dot 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 in the corner of the screen and being nervous has there been anything new that's been happening in uh sam's life sam's kind of just living the life of an ordinary student which is kind of surprising considering the big crazy future foundation school she goes to which is reassuring because i obviously don't want any of this like craziness to affect sam but, you know, I kind of feel nostalgic for my time as a student with uh, the professor and my original team of X-Men. And I kind of miss those days just being Do, a student. Does Jean? We, we've seen the flashback episode. We saw why Beast left the team. Like, it wasn't perfect, but you know how you still kind of romanticize your high school experience. But then when you really think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, we were all kind of jerks and we kind of super awkward and they were field trips into sewers Mm -hmm. that's the way it goes yeah sam has been texting you and has been trying to be like it's going to be all right there's nothing to worry about oh i send a little heart emoji she responds with two heart emojis oh this is getting serious Mm mm-hmm I mean, do you dare go for the triple heart? Or is that a bit too intense? It might be a little too intense right now. I'm going through a lot of emotions. But I'm glad Sam's there for me. Mm-hmm. It's a nice bit of stability amidst all this chaos. Most definitely. So, 
do you actually head out for your appointment? And for those people who have listened to the first two episodes, I do actually have to ask this question. Uh Uh-oh. Because, yeah, I got no butted twice. So. (laughs) Yeah, I'm heading out. I'm very punctual. That's good. Thank goodness. So... Uh, you arrive at a consultations, which is weird. It's in the sort of shopping mall area of the, uh, like, Panopticon, where you've got a bunch of the bars and restaurants. It's right next to a Mexican restaurant, oddly enough. But, like, while that has a very, like, Mexican restaurant feel, like, it's hard clay... And uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, The place next to it, uh, Consultations, looks very much like a New England cottage. With, uh, like, handwritten uh, lettering on the windows and, like, shades. It looks like a place that you'd be more likely to get tea in or, like, find a whole bunch of old ladies hanging out. Uh, Reminds me of the professor. Sure. (laughs) like british and tea oh okay okay yeah i can see i'm going with the mental patrick stewart image here yeah and uh when you go inside there's uh two other people there who look to be about your age uh one of them has a mop of like bright pink hair and this is as you know from the letter uh quentin choir who is the person who's been asked by enchantress to hold all of these therapy sessions and uh the other is the teenage kamala khan who have you interacted with her or has uh gene mostly just stuck to the skaters um yeah i hang out with her a little bit you know she's really fun and welcoming though it is a little weird sometimes when she talks about me like i'm sort of this cool historical figure she's written fan fiction about she's a interesting one you know that uh she and choir started up consultations because in her home universe she was a teenage detective and then she and choir hit it off and have a weird sort of dating sort of not relationship going on oh wow yeah but uh choir is a decent boy in this universe a Good boy is how James described him. Oh my! In what this led is to science this. fiction? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is not the terrorist jerk who uh, most people would expect. I've been describing him as Max from Rushmore. Oh, as Quentin Wire. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. a good comparison. Yeah. So uh, he uh, gets up from the small desk that he has loaded with all sorts of various books and other objects and he's like oh now we gotta find the voice again ah uh, yeah i think that's it oh uh hi hi gene i'm i was just about to go and uh look to see if you were actually going to show up thank you for coming on time uh thank you for having me mm-hmm. uh can i can we get you anything right now? Uh, tea, other drinks? I think I'm good right now. Thank you. Okay. 
Uh, we also have snacks, or we can just get into the session if that's what you'd like. Yes, please. Okay. Um, and he leads you over to a side door, which doesn't make a lot of sense because it's on the right side of this room, and it looks like it should be going like directly into the Mexican restaurant next door. But as he uh, guides you over, it opens up into a small delightful looking study there's lots of uh bookshelves filled with books there's a reclining couch there's some other chairs in here and uh oh gene you can uh have a seat anywhere you'd like okay i take the nearest seat uh so thank you for uh coming in to this meeting today i, I really appreciate it um sure i a little flabbergasted to be called up for therapy like this. I'm a little new at it. What do you want to talk about? Ah, well, I, I appreciate you asking. So, uh, well, you know Amora. She's a person who cares about other people, right? In her own way. Mm-hmm. Well, she she wanted someone to make sure that there aren't going to be any more sorts of uh, exiled revenge squads, as she says. You know, make sure that people are healthy and they're getting everything out. That's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. So how, how have you been doing on these missions? Oh, gosh. Where to start? They're all so different kind of emotional whiplash every time we go on a new mission you never know if you'll end up in a orange julius in a strange almost post-apocalyptic new york or if you'll you know find yourself enrolled at a new school and have like a crush on a girl there it's a lot to take in how how do you uh deal with that like the stress uh I telekinetically crush a lot of bricks. Uh, like, are these psychic manifestations of bricks, or are you, like, physically destroying bricks with your mind? Um, yeah, sneaking into uh, empty construction sites at night and just kind of smashing shit telekinetically. Um, it, so y you find that sort of release to be helpful to you yeah it's release is a good word for it it relieves a lot of uh, mental psychic pressure do you, do you think the pressure that you're having is caused by stress or uh i i don't know if you know but i i i can also sometimes tap into the phoenix force and i understand that uh there can be a lot of energy there so do you think it's more caused by your lifestyle or maybe the phoenix force or maybe a bit of both i i don't mean to put words into your mouth here well probably both if i'm honest with you sometimes i think about how i felt when i tapped into the phoenix force in those sewers and it's uh it's a little scary and sometimes the phoenix force just seems so much bigger than me like when we encountered the goblin force um, but, you know, a lot of the, just the day-to-day -day 
brushes with danger, you know, and I suppose it, uh, it's a lot even for a uh, mega class telepath to deal with. Uh, I, I can understand a bit of that. So is it just the uh, missions that you're going on that are stressing you out? Well, no, I'm, you know, trying to maintain a cross-dimensional long-distance relationship. And, you know, as wonderful as that is, you know, it has its own risks, I guess, emotionally. Uh, is it, like, I... I don't know. Is it like an intimacy thing or is it just like the lack of physicality? I mean, I know where I come from, lots of people have worked out long distance relationships, but it does require a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I miss Sam a lot and I want to see her, but it's, you know, hard because I wonder, you know, if I see her, am I somehow going to inadvertently put her in danger with all these crazy situations we find ourselves in uh, is it you know are we possibly just really young for this kind of thing all this world saving and revenge squad fighting well I, well i i can definitely understand that you you don't really have an average lifestyle for lack of a better term but it, it is sort of you have to make do with what you can. And I mean, not every relationship has to work out all the way. I know I've had issues with uh, Cam in the past, but we normally find ways to talk about what's on our mind and work them out. Well, I hope it can be that way with me and Sam. Well, like how you're you're communicating regularly, right? Yeah, through text mostly. Well, that that's I don't mean to like put you down, but I mean that is more than some people ever get. But like is it just you checking in? Do you ever do anything more? Well, we kind of uh Is there Netflix in this universe? The Panopticon? Oh yeah, the Panopticon has cross-dimensional Netflix. We sort of, uh, you know, engage in cross-dimensional Netflix dates, uh, you know, watching cheesy rom-coms and things like that. It's very interesting because I guess the version of uh, 27 Dresses in Sam's universe is pretty crazy compared to the one in ours. Huh. Well, I mean, there's there's literally millions of them, but I, I, I guess I can understand what you mean. But, like, beyond the, I guess... Netflix and chill as we teens are saying. Like, have you tried discussing things more intimately or am I just going in too deep for what you feel comfortable talking about? Well, yeah, I'm not quite comfortable talking to a uh, guy therapist about that kind of thing, if you don't mind. Oh, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I mean, I'm not technically a licensed therapist. I, I'm just doing this because I was asked by uh, Enchantress to figure out how to do it. I squint slightly. I I did read a lot about it. I mean, knowledge is power. And I mean, the biggest thing is psychologists have to get degrees and I can't really get one here. Sure. But, um, 
Yeah. Have Have you thought about trying to go and visit her again? I've thought about it, but I have to say I haven't, you know, asked too hard again. I'm, you know, it's it's tough when you really want to see someone, but at the same time you're a little afraid to because it's like in this strange business that we're in. If I go and see her, what if something's hard sometimes? I worry if I go and see her, you know, what if some of this crazy exiled business follows me and what if I put her in danger or, or I don't know, even if I'm just imagining it being wonderful is kind of scary. Well, what do you mean by wonderful? Is that like your idea of a world where you're no longer on the run or... Yeah, like, uh, you know, Sam's life of being a student at the Future Foundation, you know, in some ways it seems just really stable and nice, even, you know, with the stars disappearing and all that. That was kind of crazy, but um, you know, it's just uh, it's tough when you're a psychic and your mind is being pulled in many different directions. You don't know necessarily which is the right one. And then sometimes it feels like your heart is pulling you in another direction and just all these distractions coming in. That's true. I I hear what you're saying and I can empathize with you. Thanks. So. I was going to say thanks, Doc, but then you're not a doctor, so. No. But, you know, maybe someday. So, um, what would you say you struggle with on your missions? Hmm. I struggle to use my powers responsibly. You know, sometimes I don't know, is the Phoenix going to check in? Will I be able to control it if it does? I mean, I know stories of some other Jean Greys across different universes, and I know how those stories end, and that's a little scary. You know, I don't want to let my team down either. But you, I mean, your survival can be placed above the utmost efficiency of the mission. I mean, you are valid as a person. You have needs. So I I think you, do you ever have problems expressing yourself? Sometimes. I mean, I'm the youngest one on the team now. And, you know, I know sometimes I keep talking about this Jubilee person who I don't really know that much about. Or whatever happened to her. And well, and it, it's tough because, you know, uh, back on my original X Men team, sometimes I could be overlooked rather easily. And I didn't really question it back then. But uh, now that I'm here, I'm trying to, you know, find myself more and express myself more. And that's not always easy. Well, and the values that we have here on the Panopticon are definitely a lot more diverse than I believe the values from the world or from the time period that you had come from, right? That's correct. Plus you guys have roller derby here. Ah, so you, you've been doing a roller derby. Occasionally, whenever I'm free. What what do you and what do you enjoy about doing that? Well it's fun. It's a little bit of girl power and female camaraderie. I you know I'm not used to having on an all girl team.
Have you thought about trying to find some other organizations or maybe even starting some while you're in here? I've thought about it, but, you know, I'm not quite sure about the stability of everybody in the Panopticon sometimes. I know the Orange Julius market's already pretty well tapped. Yeah. But, I mean, there's other things. I mean, if nothing else, there's definitely enough people for, like, a psychic support group. Hmm. That's an intriguing idea. Mm Mm-hmm. People who can listen to you from your mind. That that sounded really dorky, didn't it? It did, but I am used to it. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but... uh, I, I digress. So... On the missions, though, you you mentioned that, like, finding where you're uh, trying or where you should act up or where you should be more active. That's something, right? Yes. Have you maybe considered trying to get a uh, more active role in the leadership? I mean, there's no reason why you can't step up, especially, it sounds like, with Enchantress gone, maybe you could step in the role as a strong female leader. Possibly, though I don't know if anybody would really take me seriously because of my age. I mean, we have Dr. Nemesis and now, and he's a real doctor, and, you know, uh, Wendigo is kind of the dad of everybody, of the whole team, so where do I fit in? Well, and you, you have Warlock joining you. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet but i i i feel like maybe you could use this as an opportunity to take a bigger role while dr nimbus is going to be joining the party he he is not the most agreeable person to work i've noticed (laughs) i yeah we had a therapy session um from what i heard it ended up with him pissing on himself not not like himself, but another version of himself. It it apparently got very weird. Wow. My eyes are just saucers. Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be something. Uh so I I feel like maybe you should uh try and take a step forward. Go and uh grasp some things what does Jean gray want out of this world hopefully not uh eating some suns haha <laughs> dark phoenix joke ah. yeah well from what i heard it gives you a lot of indigestion uh, awkward laughter yeah so How do you feel about Enchantress having taken over? Well, gosh, how does anybody feel about it? You know, I feel some loyalty towards her. You know, we fought side by side and she was the only female, other female member of the team for a while. But uh, I don't know. I can't say we were ever too close or that I could be totally sure of what her motivations were sometimes. Do you question her motivations now? Possibly, but I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. 
Well, if if you don't think that she's earned it, I I feel like you've probably had enough experiences where just trusting people because they're an authority doesn't always work out. Am I right? Something like that. So I I, I feel like. Sorry, go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, just like a meaningful smirk. Hmm. Well, I I feel like you might be best benefited by trying to take a bigger role in the group. You you do have a lot of skills. You you seem to be struggling though to be able to express yourself like you said. How do you feel right now? Uh, I feel a little tense, you know. Things we're talking about, you know, are big and a little scary. And I know sometimes my emotions are just uh, big and a little scary. But there's only a problem if you don't properly express your emotions bottling them in isn't doing that and maybe waiting too long and so you explode isn't doing that either so let me know what you're saying like say what's on your mind right now well i kind of wish you were a real doctor (laughs) i understand that uh there there are some real doctors on board who you might be able to talk to but you want to talk to a therapist Right. right I can understand that. Well, um, is there anything that you want me to, is there anything you want to know about me? I mean, I can answer questions as best I can. Well, what was it like when you tapped into the Phoenix Force? Ha. Ah, well, that was, uh, interesting time we had uh all moved out to uh minneapolis uh you know up in minnesota and uh we we decided that for some reason well i i think it was wolverine who decided that was the best place to go because he missed the canadian weather and thought it might toughen us kids up and so we were having a uh, survival night where we all had to try and go out in the freezing cold and make it through the night, sort of like a, a scouting thing. And I I did not do well. I had tried to dig myself a campground, but it turned out that I was accidentally on a small pond, and the ice that I was on was under such heavy snow that I didn't see it and so while i was sleeping i guess my body heat or whatever broke the ice and with the uh everything else that i built falling on top of me i started to freak out and thrash out in this freezing cold water and everything was closing in and then all of a sudden i saw the phoenix and it told me to reach out to it and i did and that was sort of where i uh found the phoenix and it it saved me and i mean it it didn't stay around forever because well in my universe there's 
the the gray and summers family is pretty pretty big so the phoenix force just sort of flies around all of us as it wants to but i mean that that sense of freeing power and that there is something greater looking over me i i guess that's not quite what you've gone through with it not quite but i have to say i like hearing the uh the warm, fuzzy Phoenix stories over the big, bad, scary ones. Well, it, it, it's uh, supposed to be a like force of creation in the universe. It's supposed to be a thing that brings life. And there's just so much corruption in the universe that I feel like it can get confused or messed with sort of easily. I mean... You, you've heard of Dark Phoenixing, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, but the, there's there's always been people who've been able to keep themselves in check and keep aware of themselves. And I, I feel like a lot of it's being able to express who you are and what you want. I, I'm Quentin Choir, and I want to try and help people, and I want to try and be able to help anybody in any situation that's that's what i want that's why i read everything that's why i try and do everything so who who is gene gray you know i'm trying to figure that out i was gene gray student of professor xavier and x-man now i'm in exile well um if you got out of here, what would you want to do? Well, like you can do anything in the world. I'd like to see or any world. I'd like to see Sam again. And, you know, assuming I survived the experience and whatnot, you know, I'd like to keep helping my yeah. fellow mutants and help them like the professor helped me. Helping them to learn to use their powers. Yeah, to, you know, learn how to protect themselves and defend themselves and, you know, in a world that fears and hates them. But what what if you could get rid of that fear and that hate? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? How do we stop hate from existing? Well, uh, the biggest thing is making sure that other people recognize you as human, it feels like. I think that's a good start. Like, the time I came from wasn't so good at that. No, it, it, it really wasn't. It's amazing to think it's possible, though. Well, there's thousands of worlds that are sort of in utopias because they've they've gotten that naturally i mean it doesn't end everything because you know there's always people who are willing to put their selfish desires above the desires of others but there's well i mean it, it's possible it just takes a lot of work well i'm willing to put the work in that's why i'm here Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly do appreciate that. I mean, you came to the meeting on time, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. 
Well, with these little uh, rocket skates I've got, I better be on time. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty dang cool. Well, I, I, I'm glad I've I've got a bit more of a grasp on what you on where you are but is there anything else that you want or that you need to talk about hmm. i mean if, if you have other problems i mean cam can just come in and uh kamala can come in and just talk to you for a bit if you want that i think i'm getting a hang on my feelings I, I'm glad to hear it. And if you ever do need someone to talk to or listen, uh, I, I'll I'll be here for you. I mean, not just because Enchantress wanted to, but, you know, we, we Phoenix hosts have to stick together. There is something uh, kind of comforting about talking to another uh, Omega-level telepath. There is. Well, um... If there's anything else that you need, I can uh, get that for you. Or, uh, yeah, you're, you're free to go. Thanks, Quentin. If you ever want to talk about uh, the Phoenix again, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good thing to pool our resources on the big cosmic firebird. Sounds like a plan, Gene. And here, take a card. Ooh, a card. Mm-hmm. How fancy and official. Yeah, well, we uh, we here at Consultations take pride in what we do. And uh, he gets up and opens the door and lets you leave. I kind of walk out in a slight daze. Again, not quite so used to talking openly about myself and my emotions. Kamala stops. Is there anything else we can get you? You you look maybe a bit dehydrated. Um, sure. If you have a cup of tea. Ah, uh, yeah. Is is there a specific type you want, or we've got our uh, special blend? Ah, uh, do you have Earl Grey? Ah, uh, we do. We do. And she quickly goes in. There's a small like kitchenette in the background with one of those like dining nook windows like spaces where it's been cut out of the wall and she starts quickly uh, getting the hot water and brings you back a nice bag of tea or a uh, nice cup of tea here's some uh, Earl Grey that we got from a universe that we saved a while back me and uh, Quentin have been working on trying to collect as much of it as possible oh thank you mm-hmm Uh, do you need sugar or cream or anything? We've also got some biscotti. Oh, this is perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're free to sit down if you want to savor the cup of tea or uh, it, it, it's all up to you. We've, we've got uh, magazines and books and all sorts of other things here. Okay, I uh, sit down and gently blow on the hot cup of tea. It's it's pretty good dang tea when you uh, finally get a chance to drink it. Oh, good. I hope it's and, not uh, poisoned. Mm-hmm. 
no it it's it's nice uh like as you look around there's all sorts of like quaint things like it does feel very much like someone's like summer house that they reach out and uh like decorate so there's like watercolors that are uh posted on the wall and like the floor is made out of like a classic like hardwood floor oh how nice very cozy that's what we uh try and do here at uh consultations we also solve mysteries and do just about anything else mm, do you have a van and a talking dog uh no the the closest thing that we do have is uh well on our team we've got a dazzler and a strife who's a werewolf so yeah yeah we've we've got a talking dog oh wow the cartoons are right mm-hmm. oh you mean like scooby-doo and that sort of thing yeah late 60s pop culture references though so, yeah though i mean our uh well, where strife is more of the uh, bread of the group than anything else. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And you want any other scenes, or we can wrap this up here? Um, I don't know. Is that a good length for an episode? Do you want to do more? Oh, uh, we can if you want to. I, I think we're just about hitting the uh, good length for these okay i like getting things that are nice hot cup of tea and scooby-doo jokes yeah cool uh yeah so i mean we've got a bit of uh like room that we can uh move gene in in the future and i've got a bit more of an understanding of where you see gene at right now okay good wasn't sure i'm like am i giving the right answers so no well, it, it's how you want to play the character. Okay. So, I mean, you know, you know, everyone wants to play the characters differently, and that's fine with me. I just want to help you get to play the character the best way that you want. Yeah, to. I didn't like piss on a other dimensional version of myself. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Doctor Nemesis is going to be fantastic. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so where can people find you online? They can find me on Twitter at Ronch Ronch Ronch, and they can find my writing on the Eisner-nominated website, womenwriteaboutcomics.com. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me online at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHare, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast you can support us for as little as one dollar a month on patreon where you get things like character sheets and early episodes and all sorts of other behind the scenes goodies and uh yeah we'll be back next oh you can follow us online on twitter please like rate and review us on itunes and your other podcast systems and definitely tell your friends uh we're going to do about two more of these sort of uh therapy episodes and then we're getting fully on to the next big adventure 
which I'm very excited for. And we also have the Dr. Nemesis special in two weeks at the end of December. So until so we'll see you next week as Warlock gets into the hot seat. As Warlock gets mm-hmm. into the hot seat. See you then.